What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsight List. Hosted by the now super old me. It's the sporadic show where we talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head. But mostly role-playing games. Because even though time relentlessly marches forward, we can still act like kids and play fun games together. It is, at time of recording, the morning after my birthday. I just gotta say that drinking for 12 hours straight is a hell of a lot harder than it used to be. (laughs) But I do know my limits, man. I do know my limits now. It's at the 12-hour mark. I started drinking at noon yesterday on my birthday, and pretty much right when midnight hit, someone had bought me a beer, and I was like, "Mm, nope. (laughs) No, uh, I'm pretty good, dude. I don't, I will hold this one and be cool. Um, yeah, it was, it was a really, really awesome day. I got a lot of awesome birthday wishes. People were very kind. Uh, got taken out to lunch by my buddy. Uh, we went to a cool bar after lunch, then came home and ran the first session of the new Beyond the Wall campaign that I'll talk about here later, and that went well, Uh, and then went to an awesome birthday party for my buddy's girlfriend. It was her 40th birthday party, so I went, Um, and it was was really fun. They rented out the back uh, room of this bar, and they had uh, food and stuff set up. In the back room, they also have this giant big screen TV, so they had a laptop setup where they were showing dance videos and stuff playing cool like 80s 90s dance music uh and then towards the end of the night they played (laughs) they played my sonics dance video (laughs) and everybody lost their goddamn minds dude it was it was pretty unreal man it was super super fun um and it was just it was a really good day um i got I have a bunch of calls that I haven't played for a while. Well, because I haven't put out an episode for a while. I don't know if I'm going to get to them today. (laughs) That sounds like a little more work than I am uh, feeling up to at the moment. (laughs) But we'll see. I got a couple games to talk about, though. Talk about my Wrath of the Righteous game and the Beyond the Wall game. So let's talk some Pathfinder. Yeah, so I recently ran the next session of Wrath of the Righteous, and it was a really fun game. It was our one-year anniversary of playing in this campaign, and that's that's just awesome, right? Like, Jason's pointed out, um, it's not... A lot of games don't make it a year, you know? And the fact that this group has, it, it's very cool. Um, and it was fun. They They cleared out the the whole top level of Citadel Dresden. They found the entrance to the dungeon. They got in a couple tough, tough, tough fights. Um, in fact, one of the NPCs, one of the like longtime NPCs, she actually died. But because the characters are mythic, the, the healer, Subin, the Oracle, he's got a mythic ability 
that lets him, if he gets to someone within one round of them dying, straight up dying, which in Pathfinder, you're dead when your negative hit points equal to equal or are greater than your constitution score. So if you have 40 hit points and your constitution score is, say, 14, at zero hit points, you're unconscious. Once you get to minus 14, you're dead, right? So she, this NPC, was dead, dead. But Subin was able to get to her. And I was all excited because he hadn't been able to use this ability before. And it's a really badass, awesome ability. Like, look how fucking powerful I am. But then one of the players (laughs) started chiming in while he was trying to do his thing and just kind of kind of stole the moment a little bit. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, that happens. It's it's kind of a bummer though. That in our group though, there is a lot of probably getting to the point where there's a little too much crosstalk on other people's turns. That's so the the one thing, well, not the one thing. One of the things I've noticed that is a very stark difference between playing in person and playing online is you it's very hard to do that sort of crosstalk. The way you could if you're at a table, you could absolutely do that on somebody's turn like when it's not your turn, somebody else is going, you can like lean over to the person next to you and be like, Oh man, we should maybe do this next time and blah, blah, blah. Like you can totally do that without disrupting the game or making it hard for the person who's taken their turn to do something. But when you're playing online, you can't really do that. It doesn't work. So I don't know, man, like the game was really fun. It was awesome. And it was epic and tense. Randor went down. He got knocked unconscious because he tried to go deal with the big bad on his own. That didn't work out so much for him. Uh, And the boss that they fought, Stanton Vane, this NPC, this bad guy who's sort of been in the background the whole first two books. But this is the first time the players have ever actually seen him. Uh, he, he's definitely a badass. He does not mess around. And yeah, uh, it, it was pretty awesome. But the thing about Stanton is he hates with all of his heart the particular NPC that he killed. So as soon as she walked through the door, Stanton basically forgets about the other characters, more or less, and just goes straight for her and tries to murder the shit out of her and he did with one hit basically well two hits one turn just totally devastated her it was awesome (laughs) but yeah it was it was a really fun game next session the players are heading down into the dungeons of dresden where it's going to be all spooky and i told them i was like if we were playing this in person i would get my house as dark as I could get it and play a bunch of spooky ambient music and just try and make it spooky. Cause the dun- the dungeons of Dresden are a spooky, spooky place. Uh, and that's just that ambiance is hard to do online play. <laughs> I mean, I've talked about it before. You can't really, uh, never mind. <laughs> But yeah, all in all, it's a fun game. We're closing in on the end of book two. Like I've said a billion times, I'm very excited for book three. But there's probably at least uh, 
another two months of real time. You know, that's four sessions because we play every other week. Uh, and it'll probably take it'll probably take that many to clear out the dungeon. But yeah, it's fun. You know, I I don't really like dungeon crawls. <laughs> I don't. And I, I, I'm having fun running it, but I can't wait to not be running a dungeon crawl anymore. I, I do think they are tedious and a little boring and a little samey. Like, no matter how cool the dungeon is, you go through 13, 15, 22 rooms or something. It, it gets it gets repetitive after a while. After a while, it really does. Even though Paizo does a great job of putting together this dungeon. But yeah, that's that's just how I feel about dungeons, right? Uh, I just think they're kind of boring. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, like I said, awesome, awesome session with a great team. It's amazing that we've stayed together for a year. I think that's fantastic. Uh, and yeah, it looks like we're going to be in it for... <laughs> For a couple more years if we want to finish this adventure path. We'll see. We'll see if book three goes any faster than book two. I, I think it will, but I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about the game that I actually ran on my birthday. Yeah, so Beyond the Wall got it kicked off. And it was... That system, it's just so great, man. All the players really got into the character creation part of it um, and really fell into the idea of, okay, so we don't get to design our characters exactly how we want, but you get this concept that you roll up from you know your childhood and who your parents were and what they did and all that stuff, and then you kind of put it together. Uh, and I think that's really awesome. Like one of the guys who is uh, the playbook he picked was the witch's apprentice. And he rolled up for, as part of his childhood that he was it said, you're the you were the toughest kid in town. And he's playing, you know, so he said, which I thought was a stroke of genius. He's like, yeah, he was the toughest kid in town, not because he kicked everybody's asses as a kid, because one of the other players was playing the reformed bully. And so the witch's apprentice guy was like, yeah, he's the toughest, not because he kicked so much ass, but because he got his ass kicked and could take a beating. <laughs> and so then we figured out that the reform bully probably beat up the witch's apprentice a bunch in their childhood, but now they're friends. Uh, and I just think that's awesome. And yeah, so we have a reformed bully, the witch's apprentice, uh, the local performer, and the young woodsman. That's the party. And what I should have done is just do the character creation part where you build the characters and build the village together. And then we did the world building part where you sort of build the campaign world. But I, you know, one, I had been drinking for a few hours by the time the game started. Um, I, I wanted to get to a little bit of an adventure, like run just so people could see the system and get kind of a feel for how it works. Uh, so I sort of rushed us through the world building part a little bit faster than I could have or should have probably. 
uh, and got us to an adventure. And th- that was fun. And I'm really glad we played it. But, you know, hindsight, as they say, is 2020. But that's not the name of this podcast, is it? <laughs> but it was awesome. I, I really do love Beyond the Wall. I think it's a fantastic system. And to be fair, I have not played very many old school D&D right games uh i've never played any of the well i've i've played beck me uh but that's that's it and i only played that for like one or two sessions in a little short little adventure that joe salvador ran um but that's it you know i i've read through osc i've played some low fantasy gaming before i've played some um romance of the perilous lands which is sort of adjacent to that stuff but yeah there's just something about beyond the wall just the fact that it focuses through the mechanics of the game and in the text of the game books it just focuses so much on teamwork and collaboration and those are two things that i love that i've talked about before how you know there are some dungeon masters out there who don't like that at all right and a lot of the ones that I've seen talk about it tend to be more OSR type people. So that was one of the things about the OSR that kind of turned me off was this idea that the world is the DM's. He's got ultimate control and everybody else is just renting time in it. I don't really like that. Uh, and that's why I love Beyond the Wall because it says, nah, that's dumb. <laughs> you want your players to be interested in the world? Let them help create it, and they will be. They will be more invested. Um, and I, I, I think that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I really, really think that's awesome. And we just, we had a blast. The game ran long. They didn't quite finish the adventure, so they set out from the village, uh, the party did, to go explore the Barrow Downs. One of the things they know is that about a day and a half away, there, there, uh, there are the Barrow Downs there, which is where the ancient empire that used to rule the land, that's one of the places where they buried some of their dead uh, in the Barrow Downs. And it's rumored to be full of danger, but also rumored to be full of treasure. So the characters went there, uh, hiked out for a day, came upon the tomb, like I said, uh, halfway through the day, but we started the game in fall. Um, So we started it on the first day of fall, September 21st, uh, because we are using a calendar. And I love what it says in the book uh, in Further Afield about using calendars. It talks about how coming up with your own calendar with cool names for months and everything is awesome and fun. And I personally have done that a bunch. But, you know, using the regular calendar was good enough to, for Tolkien. So, <laughs> and it's, it's a heck of a lot easier and more intuitive for the players, a thousand percent. You know, I have, I have built calendars before in the past for other campaigns and they don't really mean much, right? Because <laughs> it's like, okay, what, you know, what does wheel day mean? Oh, it's Wednesday. That that makes sense. But like, what is this month? What? I don't know. So it's just easier. So they went to explore the Barrow Downs. 
uh, and they came across a tomb of uh, King Olred, and uh, through the folklore skill that the witch's apprentice have, they learned that he was an ancient king who really loved daylilies, these flowers, and there's a bunch of them planted around the stone circle and everything. And then the local performer, he also knew through his gathering and telling of tales through his whole life that the um the the king was buried with his wizard as a protector and probably that wizard was probably pretty pissed off about it. <laughs> so they went to go explore the uh the tomb uh they figured out that it was booby trapped part the entrance was booby trapped they figured it out a little too late so um the reformed bully was the one that cautiously as he was went into the tomb first that triggered a, a collapse he was able to jump out of the way and not get buried alive but he did take some damage and then beyond the wall that shit takes some time to heal luckily <laughs> During character creation, the witch's apprentice actually rolled that they are sort of like a herbalist healer type. They do have the spell Healing Touch, which is the only healing spell in the game. Um, and so, thankfully, uh, the witch's apprentice will be able to help out the reformed bully and their friends now. So it's awesome. But I, I, I can't wait to get back to the game. It's It's... It's a lot of fun. Again, I, I, I love this system. I think it's amazing. And uh, yeah, that's it. Beyond the Wall rules. <laughs> go go play Beyond the Wall. It's awesome. Flatland Games. Good stuff. All right, let's see what happens next. And the last thing that happened... Uh, today it's still same day still a time of recording still the day after my birthday um i played in another game of joe salvador's reaver which was awesome that 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 game is just really fun it's it's an awesome game uh the folks in that group are really fun and i i'm just i feel bad that i can't make it more often like i say every time <laughs> when I talk about it because I really like playing with those guys and the game is really fun and I'm excited for it to like fully come out and all of it to be out there. And it's just, yeah, it's awesome. So all in all, it was a pretty awesome birthday weekend. Um, Saturday gamed, Sunday gamed and partied super hard, and then Monday did not, did not party super hard, but did game. So there you go, man. That's that's pretty solid. I'm a I'm a fan of that. Um, so yeah, let me let me get out of here. Yeah, I I I do have those calls from folks but it's not happening in this episode <laughs> sorry it's late now i'm tired uh yeah next time i promise i promise but like i said it was an awesome birthday weekend i am i am plum tuckered out 
Um, I'm very grateful that I have a bunch of really awesome friends, both online and in person, that I got to spend time with. And yeah, it was it was just great. What a great way to spend your 45th birthday party. Just drinking all day and playing games and dancing. Like, fuck you, age. <laughs> Suck it, man. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, everybody. Thank you for all the folks who wish me happy birthday on Discord and on Twitter. I appreciate it. That was awesome. Very nice of you. And, yeah, I'll talk to you guys all again. I don't I don't know when. I don't know when. Who, know, who can tell anymore? It's sporadic, goddammit. So I hope you're taking care of yourselves. I hope you're taking care of somebody else. And until next time, folks. Peace.